Hello guys, gals, non-binary pals, and everything else in between. It's Elle, your resident literary Eldrick B, here to give you a quick rundown on writing your novel. If you decide to just skip planning and go directly to writing your novel, don't worry. As we previously said, the process of writing a novel is different for every author. In fact, one of the biggest differences between writing for a living and other professions is the fact that no writer will ever work the same way. For example, some writers are bloggers, some have hectic schedules that go from morning to midnight and beyond. Other writers have strict writing schedules that go from 8 to 4 or 9 to 5. Making a living as a writer, whether as an author of fiction, a blogger, or a freelance writer, involves many things. You will have to gain knowledge in marketing. You will have to be able to balance your time and be your own boss, which can be very difficult at times. But at the core lies the act of writing. And that might be the most difficult part. But the act of writing is why writers choose the profession. The love for words, for stories and worlds and relationships. That's what makes it all worthwhile. And when it comes to writing a full novel, the feeling is, and should be, enhanced even more. So, let's take a look at tips you can use when you begin writing. And you can use these tips even if you have skipped the planning phase of your novel. Many writers talk about the importance of writing every day. We suggest the same thing. The most basic writing plan you can get is to write every day. And this plan is also the most effective one. Why? Because you will create a writing habit. The side benefit of creating writing habit is that you will be able to write until inspiration strikes. It's why the best cure for writer's block, as many authors say, is to just write. Write anything. That's the writing plan you need. Let's, for example, assume that on Monday you sat down to write the first chapter of your story, but the words didn't come out. Don't worry. Just write. Your writing plan is to write every day, even if the words you write don't make it to the final version of your novel. However, once you begin writing anything, your brain, like an old car, will heat up and at some point, the words and sentences you wanted to put in your novel will come. However, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't make a writing plan. If you think that the best way for you to finish your novel is to set up a daily schedule, then by all means, do it. The choice is yours. However, make sure that you don't wait to write your novel until inspiration strikes. That can possibly kill the novel. Waiting for inspiration to write is like waiting for rain in the desert. You have to walk for hours to reach an oasis. Writing will often feel similar to that. Most of the time, you will write with a heavy feeling of doing something extremely difficult, but there is always the oasis, and there will always be times when writing feels easy and glorious. Seek those times and write until you find them. Looks like it's time for a coffee break. There are many ways that you can write your story when it comes to actually writing down the storyline. The linear way is when you start writing the novel the way that the readers will read it. No back and forth between chapters and scenes. There are benefits from writing this way. You will always know where you are in the story, and you will always know what happened before, so you can keep the flow of cause and effect that drives the story easily. Or you may go the other way, the non-linear way, where you will write a bit from the beginning, then jump to the middle then write a scene that comes near the ending. Maybe even the ending itself. Whatever works for you, just keep writing without stopping. There are benefits from writing your story this way as well. For example, 
If you are writing from multiple points of view, in a non-linear way, you will be able to move forward into the story from one point of view. Then you can go back and fill in the blanks through the eyes of another character. However, even if you're writing from only one point of view, the benefits remain. Going forward into the story means you know what's going to happen. When you go back to fill in the blanks, it will be easier for you to insert foreshadowing and forewarning elements and other little details as well. Whichever way you choose, make sure that it works for you. It's easy to tell a story to a friend, but it's totally different when you want to write a novel. The story is longer and more elaborate. The plot needs to be tightly woven and make sense and all the rest that we previously talked about. If you want to finish your novel faster and enjoy the act of writing as much as possible, you need to find the right way for you to write your novel. The points of view in a novel are determined by the narration or the narrator. Let's take a look at some of the most basic forms of narration. First person point of view. This is when the narrator is one character and tells the story via first person. This form of narration is very common lately, in almost every genre from romance to fantasy. The drawback of this type of narration is that you will tell a story through the eyes of the protagonist. And if something important happens off screen, the readers will not witness it firsthand and the impact of the event will be lessened. But there are benefits as well. The character's inner thoughts provide a running commentary of what's happening around them, which can enhance the novel in a great way. On the other hand, if the character whines to himself or herself constantly, it can be annoying for the readers. Also, if you share too many of the character's inner thoughts, the novel will be happening inside of the character's head instead of around him. Second person point of view. This is the rarest point of view. With this type of narration, you are asking the reader to imagine himself or herself as living the story. This point of view often finds its home in experimental fiction. Third person point of view. There are three types of third person point of view. The first is third person subjective, then we have third person objective, and then we have third person omnipresent point of view. Let's take a separate look at the three of them. Third person subjective, limited point of view. This type of limited point of view is subjective, meaning we still see through the eyes of one character, usually the protagonist but we also get to know his or her thoughts. The story is told through third-person point of view, but often the thoughts of the character are also present, interspersed through the narration. This point of view is almost the same as first-person point of view, with the only difference being the narration is done via third-person. Third-person objective, also limited, point of view. This point of view is similar to the previous, with one difference. The readers are never told about the character's inner thoughts. In this case, the readers are following one character and only get to see what he or she does and says, but they are not told what the character, the protagonist, is thinking. This is the best way to tell a story through the eyes of an unreliable character, although the unreliable character can also be done via third person subjective point of view as well. Third person omnipresent point of view. Many times you will hear the joke that to be a writer is to be the god of a universe and control the lives of many people, the characters inside the universe. Third person omnipresent point of view is where writers can show this. The narrator is an omniscient being that knows and sees everything. In the story, the narrator will show and know the inner thoughts of every character in every scene and only chooses what to share with the audience. For example, 
If two characters are quarreling, the omniscient narrator can easily switch between their points of view to show what both characters are thinking and feeling at the same time. There is no right narration in the story. Whichever you choose will be right as long as it works within your story, and as long as it feels natural to write it that way. Many writers have their own preferred point of view. Some use first person exclusively, some switch between first and third, sometimes even in the same novel, while some use third person omniscient. Some writers say that writing from an omnipresent point of view can take away some of the mystery surrounding the characters, or some of the mystery from the story. But the truth is, is that a good storyteller will tell a compelling story regardless of the type of narration. Hey there, party people, or non-party people. Now that I think about it, if you're listening to me, you're probably not a party person. Anyways, if you want to support the podcast and the people who work on it, you can do that on our anchor page by clicking the support button or going to our Patreon page, where you can get bonus episodes, AMAs, and even merch. Stay tuned for next week, and never forget to be kind to one another. <laughs>